Welcome to the Coral Coffee Podcast, where we spill the tea and drink the coffee, which you forgot to say last time. Uh-oh. Yes, I did. Yes, you did. This is, but that's okay. This is season three, episode three. Yes, indeed. And our title today is Time to Show Your Turkey Legs. <laughs> Roll them up, everybody. Let's see those turkey legs. <laughs> so we'll introduce ourselves, and then we'll get into the turkey legs uh, story a little later. But well, I am Allison. I'm Andrew. I'm Erica. And we are introducing, finally, our third official real host um, for the year. Our third choir director. He finally makes his debut. Please welcome Mr. Ethan Shope. I liked your pronunciation of... Debut. Do you like that debut? Debut. <laughs> so Ethan has been with us for months, but we finally let him out of the side room to uh, join us on a podcast. Been there for weeks. Yeah. So Ethan, why don't you just tell our audience a little bit about just kind of your background? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. So so yeah, I, I'm I'm Ethan Shope. Um, I just graduated like Andrew. I graduated from uh, Butler, and it was in this this spring. Um, so I'm fresh out of the oven, uh, the oven being college <laughs> and, and, um, I am, Penn is my first job right out of college. And I, I feel very lucky to be, um, to have this as my first job because I mean the team partly, I mean, it's incredible. Um, and also just the kids are lovely. Um, but yeah, I'm from, I'm not from Indiana originally. I'm from central Illinois, um, a town of about a thousand people. Um, so smaller ear. than Penn. Smaller, much smaller than Penn. My graduating class in high school was about one ten, and so what the graduating average graduating class here is like nine close to nine hundred or so. Yeah, yeah. So the, yeah, this was a big change for me, um, a big, big sort of culture shock for me coming to a big school. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been doing music all through high school and went to ILMEA festivals and jazz festivals and um, pretty much knew I wanted to be a teacher since I was a junior in high school. And I knew that I wanted to be a music teacher and that did not change for for the next two years and then the next four years in college. So um, here I am. We're so glad that that did not change. Yes, I am too. I'm very glad. We didn't necessarily set out, I didn't necessarily set out to hire another Butler grad um, I, I wanted to remove myself from the Butler bias. I mean, that's the where baby. I went to, although I, I have been well done for many years. I'm, I'm not freshly baked anymore. I'm <laughs> well done, sir. Stale old. I'm like day olds, except what would be the year equivalent of that? I've, oh. just, I've just, you know, I'm like in those packs that people buy, like for like doomsday. I'm in the 25 right. year, like this shelf life last 25. That's where I am at this point. So, so I'm not fresh from the bakery, but, uh, anyway, so our Thanksgiving's coming up and I've got food on the mind. Me too. Um, and I also don't want the 25 year old food because I want good, fresh stuff. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah, we, uh, so we didn't necessarily set out to hire somebody from Butler, but I'm glad that it really worked out the way that it did. It Me was too. really good. Yeah. So it was a good, good time. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have been quite busy these days. Yes. I mean, just in the last week, like Allison, what did we do in the last week? Like we had something on Monday, right? I can't even remember. I sure did. I know what we what, had. What, what was on Monday? The Rhapsody Tour. That's what it was. When we podcasted without him. Yes. He yeah. was on the Rhapsody Tour. So yeah. Yeah. Get into that a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. I took the, uh, I, along with um, Aaron Greaser, our, um, one of our band teachers, um, and Zach Coudre, one of our orchestra teachers, we took a couple of ensembles to the middle schools um, as sort of like just an exhibition and, and just recruitment opportunity and showing, you know, the the eighth graders in particular, like what is awaiting them. Um, and it was so much fun. It was so much fun. And, I, you know, I, I it was kind of funny because I, you know, the other uh, conductors, they were up there conducting in like suits and ties. And I came up there in my like jeans and quarter zip. And I was like, here is Rhapsody, our show choir. And then I, I walked over to the speaker and I pressed play on the laptop and I just crouched down there like a little dork. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> like I'm sitting there with this big goofy smile on my face, just waiting to click the, the play button for the next song. <laughs> and, um, but it was so much fun. 
Um, and the kids seemed to receive it really well. Um, and it was, it was a really good time. It was a really, really good time. And, and also our kids, the, the Rhapsody kids, they really enjoyed it. Um, cause I think they were just happy to have the opportunity, um, in general, um, with our, with our buses and whatnot. Ethan is in charge of, uh, two of our choirs. He's got Rhapsody and Singing Kingsman, mm-hmm. which are officially his. He does a great job with both of those. And I'm curious, uh. Would it be a correct statement, Ethan, in saying that when when you met for your interview, show choir was something that made you perhaps maybe a little hesitant at first? Yes, it did. It did. I just not to get into detail, but I, I student taught somewhere where show choir was like the thing, you know, and it was the religion and the way of life. Yes. And it I was I was not about it. I was not, I was not about it. Um, I remember the first competition I went to, I was like, oh, oh man, this is, this is a lot. Um, like, I mean, these kids, like they've got costume changes, they've got sets, they've got lighting production teams. They like, I'm pretty sure there was a fog machine for a couple of the (laughs) the choirs. And I mean, they are dancing and singing their heart outs and, and you know, don't, I don't want it to be misconstrued. Those, what those kids do is hard. What our kids do is hard. Like, oh my gosh, dancing and singing for a 15 minute set without breaks is, is, is a, is a Herculean feat. Um, and so like, I respected the heck out of those kids for what they did, but the, the just competitive scene was like, it was just kind of soul sucking. (laughs) Well, I I mean, you're right though. It, it is the marching band of the choir world. And again, not to throw anybody under the bus, but it, it is in many schools, it's the thing that completely like dictates your program. Yeah. And I remember talking to you about that and I was just like, all right, now it's time for the cell and we'll see. And for many people that, that really would be the make or break moment. Right. So do you remember what the moment was I when do. you're like, okay, I think this might work out. I specifically remember it, we had already done my interview at the table with, with, uh, our principal and, um, with Glenn. And so then you all, y'all were taking me on the tour and I remember it was right at the dance room. You show me the dance room. We're like, this is where, you know, our dance instructor teaches for, the Rhapsody dance. And I was like, Oh, very cool. And you kind of looked at me with this, like, like I could tell it was like a make or break moment. You had like this gleam in your eye. You're like, yeah, we, um, we don't compete. Um, and I mean, truthfully, we, you know, we really enjoy that. And and if we could, if we can be honest with you, we, we really just, we really don't like it. We're, we're glad we get to avoid it. And I was like, can I, can I also be honest? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, me too. (laughs) I was like, me too. And that, like, I do remember that moment. I was like, Oh, Oh, really now? Okay. Okay. <laughs> that really was a very telltale sign. Again, not that, you know, it would have been fine, you know, to compete, but it's just, I don't want that to be the thing that drives our program. Mm. So I'm glad that that was something you were okay with because yeah. we're very happy to have you here with us. We're happy to have you uh, working on Rhapsody, working with them, working with our singing Kingsman. You're doing a really great job. I, I mean, try. Yeah. I try. So it's, it's been a lot of a lot of fun so far just to see what all, you know, all four of us have been bringing to the table. Like all four of us are so very different mm. personality in the way we teach, but it's so good for the students. So we had that Rhapsody tour Monday, right? Friday, may, uh, Allison, maybe I'll have you talk a little bit about the retreat at, uh, or now I'm calling, it, I'm calling it the wrong <laughs> thing. You call the retreat a field trip. I call the field trip a retreat. Just can't get up. We are doing so much that we can't keep them all straight. So what did we do on Friday? So on Friday, we took Bella Voce, our advanced treble choir, to a festival at St. Mary's College, um, led by the fantastic and wonderful and world-renowned Dr. Nancy Mank. Yes, yes. She brings in a lot of great clinicians. And so we were the very first group to go first thing in the morning. And uh, we performed and then had a clinic work with us and then just got to hang out, a clinician work with us, rather, and got to hang out and watch the other groups and hear some great repertoire and just uh, hear a lot of great choirs from other high schools, see a lot of other friends of ours that teach at other high schools. It's just a great day. And um, <laughs> fortunately, well, unfortunately, we have a bad busing situation. Yes, it's we do. So, and I think it's just kind of across the board in in schools these days if it's, it's hard to... Um, have enough bus drivers. That's just kind of a little shortage. And so thankfully, Andrew and Ethan took one for the team That's for right. me, and they both 
are now officially licensed in driving little mini activity buses. You better believe it. I had no interest in it at all. So thankfully they came through for me and got those. And so we took two of those to the college and um, there's another little adventure that happened with that. But uh, we can get into that maybe later at another time. But um, well, I, I think we could just dig right into it. To be honest, dig right so into it. I, I will first. Let me first of all tell you because you weren't part of the the morning drama that, that came yeah, with it as it well. Started. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I did the training for the activity bus the last day of school last year, mm. uh, and then I went all summer obviously without ever doing that. So I'm like, I mean, not, and it wasn't. It's not hard to drive. You know, it's really not that hard to drive. But it's just mm -hmm. kind of like the anxiety that comes along with like that first time you take it out and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So Ethan and I meet at the transportation center. <laughs> and uh, well, as soon as we got there, we were hit with the questions like, oh, do you know what bus you are? I'm like, no, I don't remember what bus we are. And then the one lady says, oh, Ethan, we're still waiting on your uh, BMV report. <laughs> and uh, panic. Oh, my gosh. I said, you shouldn't be. You should have that. I pretty sure <laughs> yeah i mean because it was a big you know it's a big ordeal a big mm. process and you did all that you checked off all the boxes you did yeah. it all. He, he did what he needed yeah. to and then she's like well maybe just check your email so he's like furiously going through his phone and of course nothing ever loads you know so it's like trying to find everything and then finally we just kind of reached a point of like look i do not have this what do i do yeah and then all i know at that point is they took him into a back room and then i and then we were we were we, and then we, so like, all right, well, come talk to this person. And then meanwhile, I'm like, all right, all right, I guess I'm chop liver. I'm, I'm going, you know? Yeah, you show up at the school and you're by yourself. I'm like, um, seem to be missing <laughs> somebody. Go? Where is he? Well, I left him. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's going on? So. But it all worked out. Yeah. The, and that, I, sh I should also say that, that, that back room um, situation was not nearly as scary as he made it, made it out to be. Um, I went back there and, and he's like, he's like, you got a Indiana driver's license? I was like, yeah. He's like, can I see it? Sure. So I gave it to him and he, he just kind of looks at it for a second. Then he goes, okay, you're good. I was like, what? <laughs> like that. And he's like, that was it. Yeah, you're good. I can just uh, scan that in your profile. You're good. But the, the whole issue was when I first was submitting, they, they needed my driving record to see if there were any felonies or any misdemeanors. And so I had to get it from Illinois because I'd only ever been registered to drive in Illinois. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I don't really know how that works. Cause like they, I have my Indiana license, but there's, I mean, still there's, that's like a fraction of my life. So I don't know if they're just like, oh, I don't know. you know, <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't get it either. But yeah, he was just like, you're good to go. And then, you know, and actually the, the last little bit I walked out and I walked out to, and Andrew was checking the bus. And I walk out there after that whole ordeal and, you know, he's like, you good to go. And I was like, yep, I'm, you know, we've made it. And then I was like, oh, I, I didn't get the key. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So then I had to go back around and I had to get the key. And then I came back and Andrew had already gone. Poor Andrew probably received four phone calls from me that morning. Oh. And <laughs> well, and, and, and then and, okay. and then I'm a driving thing and I'm like. Am I, is it legal for me to even take a phone call while I'm driving this thing? So I'm like, I'm ignoring it. And then the one, when I got to the parking lot, I just answered on my watch. Oh yeah. But yeah. Well, it, and then when you did finally get here, didn't something go wrong? Like there's so, I think I heard some commotion out there. Some oh girls were like, uh, but I don't know exactly. There's, you so told there, me a little. Yeah. There's, there's this thing. Um, there's this thing in the back of the bus that, that when you, when you get off the bus, before you leave and you lock the door, you take the key out of the ignition and then you have to walk back there and it's this little stop sign. It's like stop and check. And, and the, you know, it's so you can like look in the seats and do all your checklists or whatever. You know, the things that we did. Right. Do. I mean, Quiet. we do actually. And and <laughs> we did all everything on the checklist. <laughs> and um, and so, you know, you have to go back and hold it. And then it's like beep, 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 and then you're off the bus. And so I've totally forgot about that. And so then I, I walked down, I was heading to the door and then I just heard, and I was like, oh, oh man, what did I do? And I forgot all about that. So I had to go, to, go and shut off that alarm. Is it, the, is it the horn that actually went off? Yeah, it's the horn. Oh. It's loud. <laughs> so, so, and it was, you know, it was at like 8.05 too. So all those students who were waiting outside of... <laughs> To get in the building. To get in, we're like, this well, I also set the alarm off at one point, but it was when I get to St. Mary's oh. <laughs> because I, I didn't realize like you have to do that before you open your driver door. Oh. So same thing happened to me. Like 
but I was like, oh, oh. It, it is, it's so alarming. It's like I hurried up and just jumped into that bus, Shoot. hit the button, it was fine. And honestly, driving them was fine. Yeah. Really nothing to worry it was about. It's the start and the end. It really, is. Where we had problems. Well, that's what Ethan and I said, like, in, it's kind of, I mean, you probably wouldn't feel this way, but like, it's mm -hmm. kind, it was actually kind of peaceful to yeah. drive it. It's like, oh, all right, this is nice. Yeah, no. Like a giant metal cloud on wheels, you know? It's yeah. Just going down the street. We checked, we successfully did our uh, checks for the uh, railroad tracks, which was good. Stopped, we were silent. No issues there. You opened the door. Arrival was fine. And then leaving is where some of the drama took place. Nice. <laughs> the beginning and the ending. Let me just summarize this to piggyback off of what you've said. Yes. So there are many schools that don't have as many bus drivers, ourselves included. Mm -hmm. So... Because of that, not everybody can even take an activity bus. So some of these schools actually rented charter buses, yeah. you know, the big mega bus, like the 54, 56 passenger thing. Mm -hmm. So where they're parking at St. Mary's, it's kind of narrow. And the very, and the first question the uh, security person asks us is, are you staying for the whole thing? Yes, we are. So those people are all just kind of lined up. And it, the point was, they're not going to move all day. Well, it's finally time to leave, and I'm behind big old charter bus. Avant-garde. Avant-garde. Yeah, and here uh, we are on our just little itty-bitty little, little yep. activity bus. <laughs> and, uh, well, I mean, that bus isn't moving yet. Mm -hmm. So other people are trying to get home, so they're, like, going around the sky. And there's not much room between these things. Nope. So all of a sudden— Here comes Ethan. You know, and, and we can't back up, so I see Ethan just— Pulling up along and say, oh, he's gonna, he's trying to beat me here. He's trying to, you know, he's going to win, which, you know, that's all right. Hmm. I'll give him this victory this time. Only this but time. then he pulls up alongside me, kind of gives me a, a a good old tenor smile, you know, with a little little twinkle in his eye, but a little bit of like sarcasm in there. So I open, I unroll my window like a, like a chump because it's, it's not, it's not, it's literally unrolling a windows. So whatever. After seven minutes of unrolling this dumb window, and then uh, he opens his whole e Ethan door. is just, a, you know, opens the actual. So we're just kind of communicating, and I just kind of look, and I kind of use my voice and said, "This lane ain't big enough for the both of us." <laughs> <laughs> Had a good laugh, and then, like like a pro, he just zipped right on by right that right around that off the avant garde, yep, and out into the sunset. Mm -hmm. So then I thought, okay, everybody, stuff. like, so this is gonna be like the reverse order. Like, I'll be essentially like the last person to leave. Well, after Ethan comes a, a school bus from a school that shall rename nameless. Poor school. And uh, in a big normal school bus, regular school bus, the old cheese bus, old and. Cheese. And I'm watching carefully because the whole time I'm even thinking like, this is so narrow. Like you did it well, but I, I mean, were you nervous at all? Oh, I was terrified. Yes. <laughs> because like the last thing I want to do on like on the maiden voyage is get into some kind of, you know, <laughs> get into some kind of, you know, kerfuffle. And at so, this point, are you loaded up with kids? Is everybody? Yes. Is oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. I don't think avant-garde was. Well, I could be wrong. Big cheese coming through. With oh, big cheese. <gasps> oh, yeah. Mm. They, they they got students and all, Stupid. and we're and we're <laughs> so anyway we're so Ethan goes through like a pro. I'm like, all right, great, he's gonna win. All right, he's got bragging rights. He wins this round. So then here comes Cheese Bus from unnamed school, and I'm walking by us just fine. Yeah, pass, I mean, because at that point it's fine. But he thought, I uh, mean, following after Ethan, he thought, oh, I can do well. Can do and right at the very end of that parkway it kind of narrows so i'm watching this cheese bus and i'm thinking this is i mean i know it was tough for you and i thought this is this bus driver is going to have to be very very careful their both of their regular side mirrors were so close and then i was like man she did a great job with that then she's pulling out forward and all of a sudden i i can tell she slightly adjusts the bus to the right because she it narrows and I just said something along the lines of they're going to kiss they're going to kiss <laughs> and sure enough not only did they kiss but it was I mean it was it was intense because all of a sudden like they they were locked <laughs> I mean they were locked and all of a sudden I just saw glass shatter oh. and they took out the entire mirror housing and the glass and maybe even the driver's window I don't know but it was we never could see it because they yeah, were stuck there. but it was bad and then they were stuck there was 
and the coach driver was not very pleased, which understandable. Mm. So then I just thought, well, what am I supposed to do? I don't want to be stuck here all day. So I talked to the bus driver behind me, Bill. Shout out to Bill. Shout out Bill. Bill and I are besties now. So I asked him. With all the bus drivers. Yeah. You know, we lined up behind us too. They were were stuck in. So I I made good with all of them. Hmm. So Bill backed up. So I had a little room to kind of do a maneuver. Uh, And then between Bill and um, avant-garde lady, I don't know her name. Um, She doesn't need a name, but we're still besties. So anyway, they're just helping me like, because like the way you park is angled parking. I'm going the opposite way. So you can't even do a three point turnabout. Mine was like a 17 point turnabout. It was like forward, reverse, forward, reverse, forward, reverse, forward, reverse. And then finally, finally got that sucker turned around and went out the wrong way. And then we were on our way. It was good. So really it was fine. It all was fine. It was just, it it was a little drama the first time, but Any hope that we had of convincing you, Allison, to drive to drive or do the training for the bus, I thought, oh yeah, this is not going to seal the deal at all. It was all part of my plan, and and the plan was shattered just like the other buses. I would be remiss if we did not discuss our um, beverage on the Coral Coffee podcast today. What do you have today, Andrew? Well, so I bought, uh, this is part of the decaf variety pack from Brooklyn. And this is caramel, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is maple sleigh. S-L-E-I-G-H. Yeah. I feel like I haven't heard that nearly as often anymore. That used to be like every three seconds. Sleigh, sleigh. So this when is, you do hear it, it's Ethan and I. Yes. Yes. It's <laughs> very true. So it's just kind of funny. But it's it smells good. It tastes good. I'm a fan. In a plastic cup? This is my reusable. Yeah. Okay. It's my reusable from Starbs I got a few years ago. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't I don't love the plastic cup. I still prefer the paper cup right. or the ceramic, but it's all better it's than better. the old styro. The old styro. You and your styro, man. Oh, I just the feel the of it feud. is the worst. Uh, yeah. I mean, I agree. Yeah, just, time I'm unpacking a, a box and two pieces of styrofoam rubbed together. I'm like, like I, I it's a physical reaction. I mean, it's just, it's squeaky. It's flimsy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hate it so much that I once took a bite out of Allison's styrofoam cup in the middle of a rehearsal. <laughs> he did. He did. He got hungry. Actually, I took two bites out of it <laughs> just to see if you would notice. <laughs> And he built it all up. He's gotten me this drink, and oh, how nice! And it's backstage waiting for you. Oh, thanks. And I go back there and like, what happened to this thing? And I, you know, just thinking, somebody back here, what's going on? And then it kind of started to hit me. Wait a second. And the best part about it was, I uh, I kept the the bite piece also <laughs> and kind of laid it off to the side so I put she, it all together. She could see the scene of the crime at that yeah. point. Yeah. Well, I, you are not drinking a coffee today. I am not. Well, we just, we had such a great, that last class was just so energetic. It's, mm-hmm. The whole day has been great. Who it was a good day. That the last day before a break, sometimes they turn into be some of your best days, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. A lot of great energy. And I just was like, too hot. Like, I don't want a coffee right now. I need to head to my DDP. So I've got one of my Diet Dr. Peppers, zero sugar. This is the uh, strawberries and cream. Mm-hmm. Complete in a pink and black sleek can it's a very sleek can. it is sleek it's pretty it's a nice aesthetic Mm -hmm. i will say the zero sugars actually do a really nice job i think of can aesthetic yes they do like i most of them i really really like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but erica and ethan uh, both have a coffee as well so i I did want to say something on, on the topic of zero sugar beverages i just saw that there's a zero sugar sprite cranberry and I don't know oh, if they've had that in past you know, years. I think I had it last year oh. because it was a thing. No, well, actually, no, it wasn't a zero sugar one. It was just a regular. But it, it's part That's of their good. Thanksgiving it it? one. Yeah. It is very good. So, very festive. I need to get my grubby paws on some zero sugar. <laughs> I love that stuff. But today, that's not what I'm drinking. I have, from the decaf variety pack, uh, Coney Island Caramel. I have not tried that one yet. It's pretty good. It has a really, like, a roasty flavor. Oh, good. Hmm. So, yeah, I am I was also really warm after rehearsal, but I just needed a little something. Mm-hmm. And it's hitting the spot, so 
It's pretty good. Yeah, I got the. Uh, what? I finished it already, but I because I didn't I didn't make much. But I've I had the um, I don't remember what is it blueberry. Crumb? Oh, the blueberry blueberry cupcake. I think cupcake. is what it is. Yeah, not crumb cake. That's the one that that's you the get Krogs. From Krogs. No, I had the bloob. Yeah, the blueberry. It was very not good. to be confused with the. Uh, Blueberry, wild blueberry mountain, or whatever. Like, well, there's so many I different. Did. Like, you can never remember what what they're called. And they're all delish. Yes, and they smell. Oh, they smell great. They're very good. Mm. This is a. Um, it, I mean, in order to be a coral coffee host, you have to drink coffee. Otherwise, I'm sorry, the job is not for you. Mm-hmm. And if you remember Sutter from last year, he. I, I haven't even told you guys don't even know him sadly, but um, really great kid. He's at Butler also studying theater. I'm still trying to get him into uh, music, but that's a whole other thing. But anyway, he's he now regularly frequents the Bucks on on campus, Starbs. Whoa, whoa! whoa. I and, know that. and because he 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 said his discovery, he made some friends, somebody who works at Starbs, who basically told him, oh yeah, we actually have the peppermint mocha like all year long, even if it's not on the menu, and that was kind of like his gateway coffee. So now that's one of his uh, his regular orders, or to quote um, Erica from last time, regular. It's a uh, so even he's drinking coffee these days. It's just it's part of part of the coral coffee it is, lifestyle. It actually happens to you. I just have to say to you out there, Sutter, because I know that you are are listening. I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah. And you never know when Sutter might end up on a podcast again. Oh, it's all I yeah. can say. Mm-hmm. Well, Speaking. Oh, well, I was gonna say well, he well, he was at the at uh, the Viva. Conference. He was. He came to surprise us along with his roommate Sam, right? Um, and Shelby. So it's like we had several alums that came that back, awesome. which was really cool. Yeah. Just for our fall concert, which was it was really cool just to see them again, well, especially when you don't expect them to be there, right? Well, then I would like to say to Sutter because I had a couple of students come up to me. And oh they, yes, they said, Mister Shope. Mr. Shope, has anyone else shown you the Instagram post? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, I, I met Sutter very briefly, and he seemed wonder- He seemed like a very lovely, a lovely person. And, um, you know, the Viva concert was my first time sort of being present on on stage and and in the on the in the team in the public eye. And and so Sutter came up and talked to us a little bit. And so then the next day, Someone showed me an Instagram post he made that he said, I don't know how he would see this, but someone show that new guy, Mr. Shope, this post and tell him that I want to be his friend. (laughs) He said, like, he seems cool. Um, So Sutter, thank you. You seem cool, too. And I and I hope to see you around more. That'd be good. So what advice do you have for a first year at Butler now? First year at Butler? Oh, go dogs. Um, that's my, just go dogs. No. Um, let's see. He's, I would say he's doing theater right now, but he also has a music composition background. Oh, okay. Very cool. Um, you might, you might look into, it's not for everybody, but you might look into composers orchestra. They have a, they have a hoot and a holler in there. He, he would love that. Yeah. It's so fun. Um, there was one concert I went to where they just, it was a theremin on stage and everyone walked up and. The, the conductor and one of the teachers of composition, Frank Felice, was up there, and he was in, like, his doctoral robes. And they went up, and they had, like, a trinket. Like, they had, like, a Lego set or, like, a little case of makeup or, like, whatever. And they would sit on the table, and then they would go on the theremin. And then they would, like, bow to Frank and then just walk away. It was really weird. It lasted for, like, 30 minutes. Composer's <laughs> orchestra is, is a bizarre thing. Yes, but you know Sutter, he he might enjoy he might enjoy that the the bizarre and the in the 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 avant garde, if you will. Um, but I would also say um, the sandwich line in Atherton is bomb. It's oh, like that, a, that's a pro tip right there. It's like a, it's like a make your own sandwich line, and it's like you got you got all your proteins, all your veggies, all your whatever, and at the end of it, they've got a panini press that you can put up. So. The sandwich line, bomb. Go to if they don't have anything you want, get a sandwich and a little salad for yourself. It's a great, it's a great choice. Good recommendation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, Sutter, we will get you back on this podcast sooner rather than later, which will be exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. So Thanksgiving is Thursday. Oh my god. Today is Tuesday. So when you're listening to this, ten years from now, this is two days before Thanksgiving, two thousand twenty-three. Mm-hmm. So we are, I told Allison the other day, I don't think I've told you guys, but mm. in my, my brother's hosting, my younger brother, 
And we've I, for a few years now, we've kind of started this tradition. I think it actually might have started the COVID year, but we we do some kind of taste test every year, mm-hmm. blind taste test, just kind of for fun. So we have done, um, what did we do before? Oh my gosh, we did root beer before because everybody mm-hmm. you know thought, oh, this is the one I like. Right. So we did that. We did a hot dog <laughs> blind taste <laughs> test. And because everybody goes into these things with these, you know, biases of like, oh, this is this is my brand. Oh, I really like this one. I can tell you in both the hot dogs and the root beer, nobody chose the one that they they swore was their favorite. Oh. You know, and what are some of the brands or the varieties of each? That so you like in root beer, I think the big ones we were thinking of would be like A&W, Mug, Barks. Um, I think we had IBC, you know, which is like the glass bottle one. Right. Um, and then there might've been like a Meyer brand or so, so I think there were six, if I remember right. And everybody swore, you know, like, cause I always, I thought I'm, I'm a big mug person. My sister-in-law, you know, swore by Barks and it, it was all over the place. Was there one that tended to be the favorite of ever, did something win? Like, could you say, or were you all? Yes. There, cause what we did is we, first of all, we guessed what it was, but then we also kind of gave it a point value of, of how much we liked it out of. And I, I have to go back and look at the results, but it was, it just wasn't that oh, what we expect. Would... Same thing with the hot dogs. Like everybody kind of thought, oh, I like ballpark or, oh, I like, you know, Hebrew national or something. And the winner, I remember the winner of that one was Costco, Kirkland brand, all oh, beef hot dogs. And it's Kirkland. So yeah, Kirkland. So this year we are doing store frozen pizzas. Oh, So not fast food, but it's frozen cheese pizzas we want to get the same thing so everything is consistent okay um i don't know how many varieties it's either four or five but then i threw in another twist um the other day when i was at my brother's so we were talking about again the zero sugars right uh i love coke zero i never liked diet coke but coke zero i love but my i learned that my brother prefers diet coke not coke zero so then I thought, all right, well, this is this is going to be the diet zero sugar showdown, zero sugar showdown. <laughs> so we're going to do Coke, uh, Coke Zero, Diet Coke, Pepsi Zero, and Diet Pepsi. And so we're going to kind of see where we are with those, kind of stick with those regulars. I don't know if there's another regular that does a zero sugar, but those seem to be like the big two. So I think that's what we're going to do and just kind of see, because I, I think I could pick out. Coke Zero out of all of those, mm, mm. but you never know. We will be awaiting the results. Yeah, and I will say, just as far as things are concerned in general, I've always been Coke over Pepsi anyway. Now that's speaking, but in anything, I just like their branding better, I like their taste better. Whether it's diet or regular, I've always been a Coke person. My brother, both of my brothers are more Pepsi people. Mm, um, so it's kind of interesting just to see. Ryan said he prefers Diet Coke, but Pepsi Zero. So. Oh, I'm the opposite. I'm Diet Pepsi, Coke Zero. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, but zero sugar is kind of new to the game. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like in the last, I don't know, mm-hmm. certainly in the last eight years or something, like, because mm-hmm. it used to be Coke Zero and then everything became zero sugar. Like the zero sugar people got together and decided they're going to brand everything as zero sugar. What is zero Pepsi sugar. Max? Is that is that what it is or is that something different? I think that's different. Does that have calories? <laughs> well, because they maximum calories. This I, has the most calories possible. I was thinking that the Pepsi Max was like more caffeine. So, so that that could be a. Uh, I'm I'm just this is look we are unrehearsed friends okay so we are we're trying to figure this out because it's some en- we put enough calories in this Pepsi to give you a full meal. That's right. <laughs> that's hilarious so pepsi max is a low calorie sugar-free cola oh yeah do they have also a pepsi zero sugar or is that their they they do it says basically i don't think pepsi max exists from what this is saying now this is just a quick google search but if you find pepsi max you should not buy it because it says that it was discontinued in 2016 oh yeah (laughs) but i'll tell you if it, like if you're at a place that has a fountain pop machine, mm. they might still have that thing. You're right. So that's where I've. And this says where it's. Am I drinking that? I don't know. This says it's essentially the same formula as the Pepsi. Like Pepsi Zero Sugar is pretty much the same thing as Max. 
Mm-hmm. But the, huh. they've all kind of gone through an identity crisis because mm-hmm. you guys are too young for this, but there also was at one point, maybe not, but there was something called Pepsi One. Oh, yeah, too young. I remember too young. that. Which, again, was like the whole branding there is, you know, and really the whole thing was kind of sexist. They're like, oh, well, you know, men aren't going to want to buy a diet Pepsi, but we'll give them something a little more manly. So Pepsi One has one calorie. Like, oh, are you kidding me? The- oh, yeah. That was part of the whole marketing ploy. But that's the same as the, um, you remember those ads that was for, it was for Dr. Pepper 10. Yeah. Like Dr. Yep. Pepper 10. It's like, okay, dude. All right. Funny. And I rem- I just remember, I hated the flavor of Pepsi one. It was. Yeah. It was. I, I don't think I cared for it either. I have a funny kind of, even back from when I was a little girl. So this goes way back beyond everybody in this room. Um, The Diet Pepsi commercial. I remember the little jingle because I loved it. Some Diet Pepsi, one small calorie. Now you see it. Now you don't. And it was just, you know, some ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. you know, women in swimsuits, you know, whatever, all over this, you know, thing. But my friend, like, she had this funny thing that she, her little sister, like, they had to share a Diet Pepsi. Like, they weren't allowed to have Oh, my gosh. And so one of them was like, well, which one of us gets the calorie? Oh, <laughs> because only having one calorie is. Which one of us will get the calorie? <laughs> I like that. We'll have the sip that has the calorie in it. <laughs> so anyway, I, I would say maybe depending what you do for your family, that may be something to introduce if you want a little variety and spice, you know, and uh, like or it. yeah, so that's good. mention this because I think two nights ago my family did a taste test ranking of Little Debbie's snacks. Ooh. And I won't tell you much because it was there was a lot of dramatics and I also like highlighted keywords that were in the comments, you know, like and fart was one of them. Oh. For oatmeal cream pie. I don't know. What? I don't know. Okay, but the top <laughs> what would you think the top choice would be? Like the number one ranking? Little Debbie. Uh-huh. Um I mean, I would think like, I guess I'm kind of confusing it with some of the hostess stuff. I know, I know. But I would okay, think like, yeah, fair enough. But I guess, little Debbie. Gosh, I, I mean, the thing that comes to my mind with that is oatmeal cream pie. I, right. I mean, like, I would think that are like the Swiss cake rolls. Okay. Yes. Uh, which I think is really more of a hostess thing, but. Well, they have a. Is it a ho ho? Oh, yeah. yes, it is. We we actually put those taste. Okay. Is, is the little Debbie? Do they do the zebra cake? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would think that would be high, like higher. Okay. Can I give you the rundown? Please do. Fair guess. Number number three was the oatmeal cream pie. Okay, that's a solid okay. choice. That's okay. a solid. There was a, all. There's all varieties of ages there, and the adults seem to really like the adult the, the oatmeal cream pie. Okay. The kids were the farts. They didn't. <laughs> Understood. Yes. Okay. Number two. The Christmas tree cake, which we, you know, we like the zebra cake, but the Christmas tree cake had the, the crunch, the sprinkles. Okay, number one, Nutty Buddy. Really? Yes. Oh. Yes. I mean, it was a surprise, but we, it was the wow. top comment, buttery. Those are really good. I, you I know, like his, I, I don't even know the last time I've had one years. of those. I'd forgotten all about those. That's what the adults said. And they were like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. A Nutty Buddy. Yeah. So that's well, maybe that's what we should do at some point is we should do like an old candy bar, Mm -hmm. like one of the old faves, Mm -hmm. because I have an old fave that you can't really find a lot of places, but I know a couple of places I got my hookups. So maybe we'll, it's called Chunky. (laughs) It's a great name for a kid. It's far as I've never heard of that. And who makes that? Oh man. Is it Mark? Independent company. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's controversial, but I love them. So basically, what's it made of? So it's just it's a chocolate bar, but they have like these four little squares. Um, unless you get like the mega size, in which case it's sixteen. Whoa! So it's kind of fun. It's kind of a fun texture. Okay. It's got peanuts, but it also has do do dum raisins, and nice. I uh-huh. love it. Chunky. You could probably get it. Yeah, that's the chunky. I see. Oh. Yep. It's in a nice little silvery Ooh. packaging. 
I I think obviously you can get it at Cracker Barrel. Um, but if you get it from Cracker Barrel, it probably is like legit thirty years old. So, but a, a lot of convenience stores like CVS or something like that will sell those at the checkout. Huh. So it's in plain sight. I but I look out for that. Anyway, that might be something kind of fun to do. Yeah. But that's fun that you guys also did your own taste test the other day. And I would highly suggest if you're doing that, if you're taking Andrew's suggestion to add that to your family holiday tradition, we loved like make a comment on the side and then we were finding like the yep. most occurring descriptors. That was so fun because like who would have thought that nine of us said buttery describe it. That's crazy. We all yeah. did. So that was that was fun. That's good. That's very fun. So I guess maybe we should each kind of talk about some of our Thanksgiving, yeah. kind of our plans and maybe what some of the stuff we're thankful for. So I'll give you a moment to think about it. So I'll tell you, in our family, we've had a tradition. we got about 30 people coming. So Ryan's hosting. He's my younger brother. And for the last, gosh, probably 15 years, the big tradition is we do deep fried turkey. And we usually actually have three birds total. Oh. We deep fry two of them and then a third one somebody does old-fashioned in the oven. Um, and the fried birds are always a lot. There's The demand is high for those. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. A lot of family that I haven't seen in a while. I'll get to see my older brother as well, Kevin. And um, and one of my nephews, Leo, will be there, which is really exciting. And honestly, just to take a break from here is really great. Mm. As far as what I'm thankful for, so many things. But I will just say, obviously, this team is incredible. Um, Allison and I have worked together now for 10 plus years between musicals and just working here. Um, and then really just being able to hire Ethan, um, not just as a colleague, but as, as a friend, like it's been a lot of fun to have mm -hmm. you with us really, really, we, like you said the other day, Allison, we hit the jackpot with this team. Um, and then just having, you know, cause one new person was enough. So we added, we added two. Um, so Erica's our student teacher, but she also is very much a friend, uh, colleague, and we just have a, a fun team. So more than anything this year, I think I really am just thankful for the environment that we have all created together. Um, and just that we all bring something so different and that we're, I, I really truly feel like none of us are competing with one another. Like that is so uncommon to have four people together and because yes ultimately like we have to get behind one artistic vision but none of us are out for ourselves and i appreciate that more than anything because that's it's just not a common thing so i love that about teaching in this team so that's just one of the many things i'm thankful mm -hmm. for yeah i'll just go with with that theme i don't really have much more to add to that that I am so thankful for you to be working with you, for you guys being with us now. And I mean, so much so that like, just some of those posts that I've done recently of pictures of us or little mm -hmm. videos of us or whatever. And like my family and friends are commenting like, you guys look so happy. Mm -hmm. We could just tell from your pictures how happy you guys are. It's just obvious and like that. I, that's so cool that it's that apparent because it I mean it really is and it just shows and who who gets that? I mean, we are so fortunate and um and then also of course thankful for my family, like you said too. And I, I love that I'm not close to my family distance wise, <laughs> personally wise. Yes, right, yes. <laughs> not close. But <laughs> we um they're they're not around here. And so in it's weird, but I am thankful for just the way that our world is now that I can be in communication with them through such, what a strange thing mm. that we can have all this online stuff, you know, and I'm thankful to have that connection with them and that they can kind of watch me in my life with you guys and what's going on. And, and, uh, I get to see all of them this weekend. And so I'm very, very thankful for that. My aunt and uncle are in from Costa Rica even. Oh, nice. and, uh, I have a very small family, but, <laughs> but you're right though. Like, yeah, since, Yes, being in person is always I, oh, the I best, but Sorry. but having like just being able to FaceTime with people you don't get to see very often, mm -hmm. it's so nice just to see your family that way too. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's very different world we have now, and I'm very thankful for that. Yes, that part of it, you yeah. know. So so yeah, past the. Do you have a tradition? Um, <laughs> tell us your tradition. Again, I just in your voice, I just love it. Do you have a tradition? <laughs> <laughs> Well, just typical kind of nothing really exciting to share. So, but thank you for asking. How about you? Do you have a tradition? Just so you know, also they are they are sharing a mic right now because we are one one <laughs> mic down. So in case occasionally you hear a little fading, 
uh, it's not that they have taken a nap. It's that we're, we're sharing a mic right now. Yeah, we're cozy over here. Okay. Traditions. My family is really into the charcuterie board. Mm. Well, it's kind of a new thing. Like maybe 2019, 2020, we started, we just got crazy into it. My sisters and sister-in-laws are like sourcing cheese from all over the county. They're like, they just, we go crazy. And it's so fun because we, before we really sit down to have like a dinner, a lunch dinner, whatever. We're like, okay, try the prosciutto with the honey on top of the brie mm. on the rice cracker. Like we're doing crazy combinations and it's, it's just like a really fun little fellowship moment. Mm -hmm. So my family loves charcuterie. And then this year, um, as we mentioned on the last pod, I'm getting married in June to my Philip, and he's from Serbia. And we are really into like creating Serbian recipes or recreating like his mom's recipes. So we have, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to end up doing, but we're going to bring something Serbian to the table. Oh, nice. One way or another. Mm. Yeah. And it's a very meat heavy mm. diet. So that I don't should know. be exciting. Maybe a little sausage or something. You may have to take a big nap after all that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, Ethan, you're up. Yeah. Europe. That's where Serbia is. Is that where you're going? <laughs> um, very good. Sedach. Um, <laughs> um, let's end. Uh, thank you for coming on to the. <laughs> and you're fired. <laughs> I love um, it. I love it. Um, so tra tradish, traditions wise, oh. um, we we don't have anything super particular. My my family, uh, more so now than when I was younger, is a bit more spread out uh, ge uh, geographically. Um, I do. I am having an aunt um, coming up to visit. She she lives in Florida now. Uh, my aunt Karen, and she's lovely, and she's just like my mom. Oh, it's nice. So funny. They their speaking voice is the same. Like it's it's so funny. Um, but I'm really excited to see her. And and my mom and her her partner David also just uh, closed on a house. They just moved to a new house. Um, so my mom. Uh, no longer lives in my near in the in the town I grew up in, which is crazy because it's like we we lived there for yeah like a hometown you know we lived there for like like I moved six times when I was in high school and every single one of them was just to a different place in my near <laughs> like it was just always um, but so that'll be super fun seeing my mom in the new place and seeing my aunt Karen but we really don't have any sort of like traditions we we sometimes do a little bit of like. We usually meet a little bit earlier and throw in some brunch foods. Oh, good. With yeah. with Thanksgiving. So like egg casseroles, we usually make a debut. My grandma makes just the best loaf of pumpkin bread you've ever had. Oh, my goodness. She makes two loaves and they're gone before the meal starts. Like because they're just so yummy. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Um, but in terms of what I'm thankful for, too. I mean, uh, yeah, let's keep the theme going. I'm very thankful for this team. Um and it's, you know, it's it's no secret that my my student teaching was sort of like a less than desirable experience. It was really stressful. I didn't mesh with with the people. And, you know, I, I felt like I was sort of being looked over and, and not appreciated for the teacher or the person that I was. And so to come here and to immediate, like literally immediately be welcomed in with so much grace and love and compassion and and just confidence in me and my abilities too uh, was so wonderful. And I and I am grateful each and every day that this is where I work and that you are the people that I work with. Um, thankful for my family, of course. My brother, so proud of him. I get to brag on him real quick. He was just in a play. Um, I was really bummed. I couldn't make it home to see it. But he was in a play. It was only three people. And uh, it was sort of experimental. It's called The Aliens. Nice. And one-third of the play was silence. <laughs> so, so that would be a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. To like keep the energy like alive and keep a production going when it's just silence is so interesting to me. Uh, but he just closed on that and it seemed like he had a lot of fun. Um, and, and so very, very proud of him. Um, and I'd like to think that he enjoys if he hears this podcast that he'd enjoy because he is, uh, a radio, um, like he, he, he reports for a, a radio station back home an NPR affiliate. Um, so I'd like to think that he would enjoy hearing the podcast, but, um, and of course my mom, you know, getting me to where I am and just thankful that I've got a nice little place here in Mishawaka that's affordable and, and homey and, and having the climbing gym, of course, too. So just so many things, so many things to be thankful for. I could probably talk for like hours. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's, that's really great. Well, I hope all of you have a really great Thanksgiving and just have some time just to kind of 
decompress. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so I feel like everybody is just so so busy that it's it's nice to have some time away, spend it with people you love, maybe overeat a little bit, enjoy a good nap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of it's a good thing. And just in the spirit of giving, we just have to wrap this up. The turkey legs we have to are our great thing that you did, Nemeth. Let's. Well, every year our school does a fundraiser for Riley Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. And so they ask staff members to wear shorts and uh, basically collect money for, for Riley kids. And nobody in the fine arts did it this year. So I thought, you know, what? I'll do it. I'll be the, the lone representative. And I had to fill out a Google form. I don't even know if you guys know this, but I had to fill out a Google form. And I think at the very end, it said something like any other comments or questions. And I just said, ready to win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and turns out that I did win. That's so, um, I mean, thank you to all the students, all the parents that donated. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, we raised almost $1,500 just as as a fine arts department, which is really, really great. It's yeah. a, it's a great cause. Yeah. So thank you for all your efforts that way. I did have some ridiculous outfits mm-hmm. um, all throughout the week. Um, but shorts, it was fun. Shorts every day. Shorts, turkey hat, turkey, turkey slippers, turkey lips. Uh, yeah. I busted out my, <laughs> busted out my I am Knuff uh, Barbie apparel oh, yeah. one day. Yeah, just kind of brought it all in. So it was it was good. It was fun. That was a fun week. And just a, as a side note, if you're again if you're listening to this right away, there are two more. Di- oh, what was that? A turkey? Wow, is there a turkey in the studio? Yeah, there's a turkey in here. There are two, two, I just wasn't expecting that. There are two more days to purchase your Penn Choir alumni merch or your Coral Coffee merch. So everybody's always asking like, oh, when can we do it? This is the time. Okay. So Thanksgiving day, that's the the cutoff. So get it. It'll be here before the, uh, before the holidays. And then also for our choir audience in the Penn community, don't forget Sounds of the Season is coming up on December 7th and 8th at 7.30 p.m. and December 9th at 2 p.m. this year, not 3 p.m., 2 p.m. If you show up at 3, the concert will be halfway over. (laughs) So just make sure you have all that stuff organized. And students are singing well. It's going to be a great couple weeks. We just, uh, we're really kind of finalizing casting our musical, Music Man. So a lot of exciting things happening, but we look forward to recording more episodes with everybody together. Um, And that's pretty much kind of the plan. So I would say until next time, Ethan, we always end it with saying, this is how you brew it, or this is how we brew it. So until next time, this is how we brew it.